yo, 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 yo. What is up, everybody? How you guys doing? Listen, first and foremost, I hope everybody's in good health. And I'm praying for everybody's family during this COVID-19 global pandemic. It's a crazy time, but like I've said before, we're going to get through this together because we are one big-ass happy family. Um, so today's show, I bring to you one of my good friends. This guy is um, this guy is an amazing dancer. You can find him all over the All Styles dance scene. Um, he's also a crumper and a part of the Beast Camp Crump group. Uh, he is also a loving husband and an amazing friend. Uh, you can definitely, you can definitely, definitely expect to see him doing great things out in the future, not only in the community. But um, on the dance floor, he's he's just an amazing talent, and I, I'm really excited about this episode. Please help me welcome to the show the great, powerful, wonderful, my friend, Beast Boy, aka Street Beast X. Yo, X, how you doing, brother? Yo, yo, I'm chilling, bro. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Good, good. Fucking a, dude. Listen, bro. Thank you for coming on the show with me today, bro. No, of course. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Sure, man. Hey, what have you been up to today? How's how's life going, man? Um, you know, we getting by with what we can do. Uh, today was one of the slower days, you know. You try to stay productive, but sometimes you have those days where you're just like you do a couple things and then you want to become a couch potato for a <laughs> sec. So, I had one of those I had a a kind of a couple of those moments throughout the day, but Overall, I got I got some things done, some some important stuff. So you know, it's a good day, rainy day. Stay inside, get yeah, some work that, done. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like this whole quarantine has been like a series of almost rainy days for everybody. It's like you know, you get a little bit of shit done, and then boom, just sink into the couch, kick your feet up, and just say fuck it, just relax. Dude, that that's literally what's going on. You know what I mean? Because literally, because a lot of times we're like. You want to get shit done at home. You know what I mean? You want to be productive. But, man, that's like culture now. That's like the, the, the culture with people. They're just like, I'm home all the fucking time. I got to do that shit later. Like, exactly. Yeah, you, start, you start putting it off because you are home all yeah, the time. Yeah. It's just fucking crazy how it is now, bro. Yeah, dude. So, so right now during quarantine, what are some things that you are working on, like artistically or just like – you know, mentally, physically. Ah, uh, I love the love the question because um, that's literally been like my whole focus. Like, ever since we kind of got in this quarantine, you know, um, of course I'm still working for Versa Style. We still got our own projects that we're doing as a company to stay productive as an organization. But one of my big things was to really like recuperate and like reorganize and regather myself. Um, because I was, you know, going through a period of time, like the past couple of months, even before this happened, like throughout the year last year into like the beginning of this year, where I was just going through this, not knowing what I want, you know, if the path I'm taking is right, not knowing if, if the work I'm doing is right for me or something I really enjoy, like kind of being in my head about, you know, what I'm spending my time doing, but with everything just kind of slowing down, I've been able to really just focus on how I feel about things. Like literally think and meditate and think about my thoughts and my feelings. 
and what I want to do and where I want to go. Like I've had so many, you know, moments where I could literally meditate, you know, and then really think through everything that I'm feeling, everything that I'm doing has really helped with my, like my mental state. You know what I mean? Um, cause, cause again, when you, when you're stressed out doing a million things, you know, working, 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 but then you also have this, this weird anxiety of like all the work you're doing might not be what you really want to do. It might be for like nothing, you know, you generate like this, this weird anxiety, you know what I mean? This weird tension. Like I felt like my shoulders was always tight. I always felt like I a weight and you know, well, it's free time. I get to sit, I get to read. I can just sit here and breathe and listen to music drink a bunch of water and just chill cook at home i don't need to be running from place to place grabbing fast food just to put something in my stomach for the day i can cook a healthy meal at home now you know and you know besides that i'm trying to do things i enjoy more too so i'm I'm labbing all the time sessioning um you know listening to music playing a little bit more video games than i ever did before you know now that i have time um, and a big thing that I am trying to, to finally start because it's better now than ever is my YouTube channel. Um, that, Dope. Tell me a little bit about your YouTube channel, bro. What's going to be on there? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've had this thought or, like, this want and this desire to do YouTube for, like, two years, bro. Like, two, three years. And I just had, you know, all these reasons and excuses of why I can't do it, why I shouldn't do it, this or that. And, you know, at this point in time, I have no excuses. So, uh, I think I finally solidified that I do want to make a dance channel, like a street dance channel or like a hip hop culture channel, but that comes very from a personal perspective of someone who's in the culture and doing the work and lives the work, you know, uh, or lives the culture. Because I feel that when you look up hip hop a lot, especially on YouTube or just on the internet, you find all the glitz, the glamour, the Hollywood, the music videos, the the big name choreographers, all that type shit. But not, but most of these folks, even if they have their own YouTube channel, they're just trying to promote their work. They're just always trying to promote, I taught at this class, this is my choreography, this is that and that. Like, no one actually sits there and talks about, like, what the fuck does a dancer do? Like, or, like, what, what do street dancers think about? Or, like, you know... What would a dancer do during quarantine? You know, that's literally going to be like one of my videos. I'm I was trying to work on it for my first video. It might be my first video that I release, you know, hopefully in this month would be like literally what we're talking about right now. What I've been doing as a dancer to get through quarantine and be productive. But, you know, other ideas have been down to like what type of shoes do street dancers like, you know, use or like, you know, what type of sneakers or like where do street dancers find music and like all this kind of shit, like just stuff around what it's like to be a street dancer, you know what I mean? And live that day to day. Because again, I feel like there's a couple people who do channels that are similar, but not really like that. Like, I know street dancers with YouTube channels, but they're mostly just doing vlogs where they're walking around talking about like, oh, I went to the store today. There's other people who are who are like, their focus is like dance like news like oh this person's beefing with this person or this person just you know went to jail or like some some crazy shit you know what i mean like there's some people who do that around the dance community and then there's people who just talk about like being in a studio working in the industry that type shit but like you know all the other things daily shit no one really talks about so i was just kind of like fuck it you know let me let me be that person 
at least just for me, it's like my own project for fun. Like I'm also at a point where it's like, I'm not trying to start YouTube to become a YouTube star and make a bunch of money and like live off YouTube checks. If it gets to that point, dope. But you know, I'm not jumping in to this trying to, to live that way. It's just a project, you know? Yeah. I feel like I've, Oh, you cut off a bit. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Sorry, bro. Can you still hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you. Beat X. Yeah, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Oh, okay, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no, yeah I got you. I got you. <laughs> no, it's, it's so funny. Everybody who's going to hear this, please forgive me because I usually record my podcasts either on my way to work or on the way home from work. So, I fucking dropped my phone right now. <laughs> it, it dropped off my leg oh. onto the floor of my car. So I was like, "Oh, shit. oh, that's what happened." So no I was me. like, "What?" I was like, "Where did, <laughs> yeah. where did you go? What happened?" He just—he was talking, and suddenly his voice disappeared. I'm no, so sorry. Good. I'm you're so good. sorry, everybody. You're good. You're good. Oh my god! <laughs> They're gonna hate me because of fucking driving and talking on the phone. But whatever, man. We live. A yeah, I mean, life. we really you know honestly—you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. To be honest. And, and I do it because it's, you know, it's, it makes me feel, this is where I feel the most comfortable. You know what I mean? And if I feel comfortable, like I'm at, like, you know, like right now, I like, I just want to make it like I'm chatting, like, you know, just chatting homies. Like, you know, we're homies, just chit-chatting, oh, yeah, yeah. you know what I no, mean? For sure. like you were Like you were saying with your YouTube, man, like, I don't want to do, I don't want to make a bunch of money off my podcast. If it happens, it right. happens. I want to do this because... I just like fucking talking shit with my homies. I like learning more about them, having a chance to, you know, I feel like we all got stories to tell and I, I, I got questions. Oh, right, right, right. You know what I mean? I, I love, I love talking nah. to people, you know what I mean? And, and, and understand it more. So I, I really yeah. get what you're saying about that. Yeah, no, and I, and I appreciate this, this podcast. And I love this podcast. This vibe is dope too. Cause again, people really, a lot of the times just be doing shit like this to talk to the big stars and, ask all the big, you know, questions about, you know, success and this and that, and not just talk to the homies like, damn, what's your life like? What, what, what's your what's your day-to-day? Where you at? What's your headspace at? You know what I mean? So uh, glad you're doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. And, and too, like, I feel, like you were saying, like, I feel like we always get caught up in mm-hmm. the big questions, <laughs> you know? Oh, how did... How did this battle feel? Oh, what's you know yeah. the generic shit, the Walter Cronkite, <laughs> right. you know? And I don't, I don't no, want to no, be I that. You. you know, what I mean, I want to exactly. But uh, but uh, I do, but I do. You know, we did the Beast Camp with the whole Beast Camp, Cali Beast Camp, and um, I got to kind of touch on it a little bit, bro. But I wanna, I wanna pick your brain on it okay. a little bit more, bro. And because it's it's so inspiring to me to hear that you found, you know. You found your other half, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. in this life with your wife, bro. Yeah. And and I just want to, I want to know, you know what I mean? And if we're willing to go there, is, is what is it, what, what does it feel like to be at such a young age, bro? And to, to look at somebody across, you know, from across from you and recognize, recognize that with them. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, what is that like? Because, you know, social media and shit has a twisted version of what love can oh, really right. be. Oh, you no, know of what course. I mean? Yeah, and, and, you know, social before even social media, it started with 
movies and TV and Hollywood. And I mean, honestly, and I'm going to be completely real, even my wife, she had these thoughts, you know, for a very long time, especially because, I, I mean, I don't know if I, if I mentioned this in the last time, but she's not from here. You know what I mean? She's, she's from Mexico. She was born and raised in Mexico. And she, she came here at a young age with her family, um, you know, escaping some family drama out there. I'm like, of course, I can't get too deep into it. But, you know, this, so she but she grew up in a culture or at least seeing on TV, especially in the romantic dramas of, you know, this lifestyle of, you know, the man who is pouring his heart out super you know, lovey-dovey with the words and the emotions and stuff like that. And me, I'm more of a uh, an action guy, you know what I mean? So she, mm-hmm. so there's there's periods of times where she was kind of, like, not feeling me on and off. And even sometimes it happens now that where she's just like, I'm not serenading her enough, you know what I mean? And that's honestly, that's because of, of, of Hollywood and, and movies. Like, I do do that, I do my part when I, when I really am feeling it. I'll tell her, you know, give her the compliments, tell her nice things, but... You know, I'm not outside of her bedroom lighting candles and throwing roses all around the floor, playing her favorite song every day. You know what I mean? Like, like that shit is in Hollywood yeah. because it doesn't work that way. You know, like for me, what I saw and I guess like what I fell in love with with her was not just like you know, oh, she's a pretty girl and this and that, or and she's fun to talk, nice to talk to, but like her drive. You know what I mean? her direction like her she she f- knew what her purpose was in life really at an early age and she pursued it like full-heartedly like she didn't let anything stop her and my, my wife's freaking smart as hell too she's like a genius like she's she's mathematical statistical like she's a nurse so you you got to be smart as shit you know to to to, to do that um are you still here are you still hearing me cut off a bit can you still hear me yeah i can hear you okay cool cool cool. yeah but so you know i mean i was really inspired by that drive at it and even at a young age i wasn't really we weren't thinking about it that deep but we did enjoy that about each other like we joined on the dance we we met each other on the dance team of of my high school because she was into dance too so we danced together and that's how we got to know each other for a few years became really close friends started dating you know um, but then she left dance and she was like, I'm really trying to pursue, you know, my passion, which is focusing on, on, you know, my medical career, my, my nursing career, you know? Um, and since then we've just been supporting each other the whole time and, you know, getting through all the kinks and the ups and downs. But we also realized that this lifestyle, it, it works for us. You know what I mean? Like, I know, especially because I'm, I'm young, we got married, like I'm 25 now turning 26 this year. But we got married when I was 22, 21, 22. Yeah, around there, like even younger, you know. And to a lot of people, it it was like and we both get these comments still to this day, like you guys didn't want to try anything else. You know what I mean? You guys have just had each other this whole time and you just locked it down. You know, you guys don't want to be adventurous and explore and this and that. And I'm like. Honestly, with a lot of things in life, once you know that you have what you want, you hold on to it. You know what I mean? And you can, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like once, even, no matter how young you are, there will be a point and there'll be something that you feel so deeply in your heart that it's like, this is what I want to hold on to for the rest of my life. Like that hits at different ages. You know what I mean? Me and her, 
we've been dating since I was 17. I'm 25 now. Now we're married. Maybe when I was 17, I didn't think like, oh, this is what I want to hold on to for the rest of my life. But damn near halfway through our relationship, we were both like, there's no one else. This is us. Like, I swear, like, we even had talks where it's like, you know, if you really wanted to try and have a sexual relationship, you know, we're not going to get divorced, but if you wanted to try and have a sexual relationship with someone else, just to see what it's like to be with someone else, like, we are kind of like, you know, we're not going to kill each other for it. Because yeah. at this point, we're so certain about each other and our life together that at, that it's just like, honestly, if you have a moment, may, maybe something crazy happens. We don't see each other for a couple months. I get booked on a tour or whatever. And you're like, I just need a fuck. Like, if that hits you, okay, we are not going to destroy our relationship off that, <laughs> off rip, because we're so, like, it's just us. We don't, And I don't even think it's going to ever get to that point. Because we've even talked about it. We're like, honestly, even if it got to that point, we couldn't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's weird. Like, you just really can't see yourself with anybody else. Like, There's, like, a comfortability and a confidence there. With yeah, them. it's like, and, and you're confident about it, too. Because, you know, there's a lot of people who say that, especially when they're in love or they're in the puppy moon, uh, puppy moon, the, the honeymoon phase. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. it's all puppy love and lust. They're like, oh, I can't be without you. I just want you and blah, 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 blah. And then that feeling, that strong emotion, that shit dies. Emotions are temporary. You know what I mean? Like, that shit goes away eventually. And what you're left with is reality. What you're left with is who is this person if you take away all of the extras, all of the the loud, fluff, Hollywood love, puppy, you know, honeymoon face type shit. Who, who is this person? And can you stay with them without that? You know, and, and once you've gotten to that point, if you feel like you can, that's like a good sign. Like, oh, this is the person to, to be with. Like, again, me and her can just sit in a room. She's on the other side of the room. I'm on the other side of the room. We're both doing our own thing in the space, you know, maybe walk past each other once or twice throughout the day. If we're both home, give each other a kiss and then keep on pushing and doing our own thing. Like, it doesn't have to be attached and at the hip and all this crazy, you know, super emotional shit that causes drama. Honestly, like we're both independent people who want to be together. We don't need to. Like none of us are in need of each other's companionship, which makes like the relationship work. It feels like a, a real like life partner. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I feel I feel like that's one thing that some people aren't understanding, especially because dating a dancer is hard. I even said that last time oh, we yeah. talked was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the companionship is more than, you know, a need for their presence. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's also it's also like, you know, that scene from 300 when the wife, you know, she goes, you know, go Spartan. She tells him, leave Spartan. Yeah, go, exactly. Go, leave with your shield or come back on it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's that type of thing, man. And so like, so for me, you know, and I know, and I know you bro with versus styles, like you guys do a lot of fucking good work, man. And that's another thing I wanted to talk to you about Mm -hmm. too, is like, what, what is it like, what is its impact on you? Or how do you see yourselves impacting the community, man? Cause I see how much community work that you guys be doing, bro. Mm -hmm. And so, so, for, so for people who might not know, 
explain that a little bit more? Like, how does that make you feel? And what are you guys really pushing out there for everybody out in your guys' community? Right, right. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, to start with uh, a lot of folks who only see us or really, really focus on the, the street dance community, they, they think Versatile's a crew. You know what I mean? They think that we're a crew. And then, you know, we're also a company that gets booked for gigs and, and all that kind of stuff. But really, the the street dance stuff is kind of like what inspires the work. But the work we do is focused on, you know, representing the culture in professional theaters for families. You know what I mean? And the other side of the culture is to go back into, like, the underprivileged communities and give the kids a outlet, a creative outlet to keep them off the streets. Because, honestly, like, a lot of the members of Versus Style came from, throughout the years. We, you know, most a lot of us came from those neighborhoods, you know what I mean, that weren't the best, whether it was, you know, drugs and violence and all that crazy shit, or it was just super, you know under-resourced when it came to um, education and the arts, you know? So we wanted to be those people who are making the point like, okay, I'm going to go into this school and I'm going to make sure this school has a dance class. And as part of my dance class, I'm going to make sure that all of the students who are in my class are maintaining a C average to be able to be in my class. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, the, the, a lot of us are, you know, some of us are, you know, we're just trying to be that, that safe space, that outlet. And then there's all of us who are a lot more involved or even like teachers during the school hours who are like, yeah, you need to have, you need to pass my class. Like, period. Like, this is, I'm an actual school teacher now. Um, I was like myself, I was a homeroom teacher for uh, like a good school, like a, a year um, to a year and a half, I think it was. I was, a, I was an actual homeroom teacher because the program that I had at this school was moved from an after school like extracurricular to actually like it replaced the homeroom. So Oh, that's dope. Yeah, bro. so for then that was for one of my programs. It, it, it unfortunately it didn't get a lot of um, support from the school after that first and then their school schedule changed after that first like the year and a half. But for that year and a half, like students, the first class they would come to in the morning from coming to school on campus from home was my class. And we would be dancing in the morning and they had to pass my class for them to have a homeroom grade. So we would talk about like, you need to be up on your, on your A game, you know, with your grade and just your attitude and the way you present yourself and the way you hold yourself in class, you know? And I know some kids, you know, took it to heart. Some kids paid attention. Some kids didn't. It's fine. What you really do is, you know, we try to reach as many people as we can and hope that our work sticks with one of them, you know? That's that's really the the goal is we can we're only a, a small group of people, you know what I mean? So we can only reach as many people as we can. But the hopes is to just see if there's that one kid there who was just like, I remember that that dance class, you know, uh, that dance teacher, that group. And they inspired me to do this, this and the third, you know, that that's kind of what the goal is for us. Yo, what up everybody? So during our recording, as you guys could tell, there was some technical difficulties happening um, during my interview with my boy, uh, Beast Boy. Um, we had to step away from the interview, come back the next day, but uh, we kind of just took it. We just, 
you know, we just took it in stride. Uh, so please forgive me for the technical difficulties, but you know, that's a part of the, that's a part of the growing process. But uh, here's part two of my conversation with Beast Boy. I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you guys have a chance, please go on Instagram, follow me at corpse. That's K O R P S X. Let me know what you guys think. Um, also follow my clothing brand. That's what, uh, that's what sponsors this, this podcast. And that's what helps me, you know, bring you guys this content. Uh, that Instagram is K O R P S X collection. So corpse collection that's on IG. Um, I will be posting, you know, questions on there about what you guys might want me to talk about or some people you might want to see featured on there. So if you want your questions heard, or if you want to be the next person I interview, go do that right now. Um, again, Here's my wonderful, talented, and amazing, powerful friend, Beast Boy. Hey, uh, X brother, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think it might. Yeah, I think it's just this—the app man is going through its beta phase with this feature, and it's just oh, giving okay. me a hard time. Cool, cool. Yeah, because I was getting some notifications saying like, "Oh, they don't have permission to access my microphone again," and then I said yes, and then it still was off, and I was like, "All right, I'll get it." <laughs> All right. Yeah, fucking. Well, I'm 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 super I'm super glad though that we can at least try to work it out because dude, the everything you were dropping last night was like super like just super thoughtful, like you know what I mean? I think it's really good stuff for people to hear. Oh yeah, of course, for sure. Um did, did you want to to kind of maybe go over uh what we talked about last night or or are you going to release that as a separate like Well, I'm a I'm a join it. I'm gonna just make it one one big thing. I'll I'll end up chopping it up okay, a little bit and, and okay cool, cool yeah that one's gonna take some tlc on the on the editing part right <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i do okay. one of the last things we were talking about though was like uh was your work with versus styles bro oh yeah yeah, yeah. and sure. one thing that i wanted to definitely touch on because you know my big thing my big thing that like i've been able to see from you bro is like how much love like radiates off of you like in everything that you do and like your relationships with people you know what i mean um so like can you just like like kind of explain especially for because you know i understand because i'm a i'm a dance teacher and coach myself and all that but like just kind of explain how how does that make you feel bro like what it like what kind of what kind of dynamic you end up building between that student teacher relationship yeah um so for for me it, it's funny because you know for, for the longest time you just kind of especially when you when you're learning dance you just kind of want to be a dance teacher just to be able to be there and teach and share your work but you know in the process it does always get deeper than that because you know the longer you spend especially with students who are you know high school in, in grade school age um you know early college and younger and especially students who come from like really hard, rough neighborhoods, they can't help but to bring the, the dynamic of the issues that they're dealing with into the space. You know what I'm saying? Like 100, 100,000. Yeah. You're like all of the schools I t- teach at are in South LA. Um, I, I don't teach, I'm not teaching right now at these schools. I passed on my programs to other people. Um, other upcoming teachers, some younger folks that I trained up, um, I passed my programs on to them. So they're teaching at these these spots. But I used to teach at like three or four different schools in um in South L.A., all in South L.A. 
you know, and it's hard, you know, it's definitely hard when you want to come in and just be like, I'm just going to teach you guys how to dance. Let's all have fun. But then you come, you go into space and you realize that these kids just can't drop everything that they're dealing with in their daily lives just to have fun. You know, some of them can, but a lot of them can't. A lot of them bring that dynamic to the space. So you learn a lot about patience and empathy um and, and and it goes again yeah it goes beyond just being a dance teacher you know you got to really show these kids love and support and understand where they're coming from and understand why they act or why they think the way they do you know what i mean and how that also translate to their art you know because one thing that a lot of people notice is usually the most passionate you know dancers artists whatever most of them come from the hardest backgrounds. You know what I mean? That's, that's something that um, a lot of, like, you know, it's, it's very clear just in arts and entertainment in general. A lot of the most passionate, you know, hardworking, you know, innovative artists, also the ones who've gone through the most shit. So a, yeah. lot, of these, a lot of these kids are already in that space. So I'm not only trying to be a safe space for them, but to be someone who they can talk to. You know what I mean? So like, because... If they can't talk to their parents, their friends are in the same predicament as them. So their friends that can't really help them and give them any insight on anything else. You know, all of the administrators and teachers at their school are either doing their own thing or they're dealing with 300 students at a time. So they can't really give them the, the time of day. So um, I, I'm always uh, an advocate for open communication, you know, where, where it's appropriate, obviously, especially when you're working with minors. But open communication and, and, you know, really let's sit down and talk about what's going on in our issues um, and why we feel the way we feel. And that I realized, you know, coming at students like I'm a human being, too, and not just like, oh, I'm your teacher. You listen to me. I have the authority. Like, I'm your friend and I'm a human being. That's how I approach all my classes and all my students. So and I, I realized that by doing that it's so much they're, they're, the students feel so much more comfortable opening up and they feel more comfortable expressing themselves and being themselves. And again, that translates to their art. They're so much more expressive when they dance and when they move because they're more comfortable being in that place, you know? So um, that's like one of my really big philosophies as a teacher, as an instructor, as a mentor is to not be a dictator. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're trying to help someone who's seeking your guidance and you're trying to help them be successful but also not lose their minds and also not break them down in the process you know what i mean because there's a very um old school way of thinking of i want i'm going to treat you like shit so you can prove me wrong and work hard and that you know they, there has been some success from a lot of people from that but that always comes with repercussions of you know, ill feelings towards their mentors or like now these people are successful in their work, but they're growing up with all these mental and emotional problems that are tearing them up, you know, when behind closed doors yeah. because you were a super aggressive, you know, dictator like fuck with their brain. Like that's the opposite of, of how I'm trying to be, you know what I mean? So that's why I'm very much a person who's all about spreading love and positivity. And of course, I'm not a pushover. It's just tough love for sure. Like I've had many, many tough love moments 
with um, my students over the years. You know, had my moments yelling at them and, and you know, kind of they're all here breaking my brain about stuff, but it's all out of love and wanting them to be better. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's kind of like my teaching philosophy, I guess. Yeah, because I, I can see like, you know, even for like, for me, you know, coaching a competitive dance team, it's very easy to get, it's been very easy to get sucked into that dictator mindset because it's like, oh yeah, you know, you need to go to practice. We got to clean. We got to make sure we're at tip top shape. And, and sometimes you lose sight of, you know, these are our babies. These are our kids or, you know, my comrades right. and I need to be right. there for them emotionally. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that, that's 100%. Uh, like, I, I've definitely had to learn that balance in between both. And uh, I did run a competitive team for a good, like, year and a half, almost two years. Uh, myself, one of my teams, they wanted to dive in, into to competition. So, yeah, I, I totally feel where that, where that, you know, where you're coming from with that. There is a fine line that you have to walk. But at the same time, it's like, I think the work that you do and your work ethic like and your ideas and 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 what you put out speaks volumes you know to your team usually and and it really encourages them a lot of times to want to be the ones to work hard you know what i mean so you don't have to be such a dictator like it's already expected that they're going to work hard because they want to um I've realized that, like, let's say I just I set a really good piece on them that gets all the kids excited. Like, they will be the ones checking each other. Like, nah, you gotta listen. You gotta get this part. You know what I mean? Because they all want to do well because they really enjoy what they're doing. You know. So, so yeah, man, that's that's really where I I come from. I come from like do something and create something that you enjoy, create something that they are going to enjoy and, and really guide them through the process. So, yeah. And and so what's one thing, bro, because, you know, being a dance instructor, you know, you're a dance instructor, you do your own solo work yourself, you know, shout out beast camp, my nigga street beast X out here, be killing it. Number one rookie, (laughs) all that, all that, you know what I mean? And then you're also, you know, you're a full-time lover, you're a full-time husband, you know what I'm saying? And so what are things that you do, bro? Like, you know, whether it's mentally, socially, whatever, like, what do you do, bro? So you don't spread yourself too thin because I I understand how that can, how it could take a toll. Oh yeah. I mean, I've had that, that issue of doing too many things at once uh, a couple of times. Well, I mean, and for me, it's kind of about being strategic, you know, like, having a lot of the things that you do connect um is is a key that i found out that like you know really helps again versus style has been a big part of that where they've helped connect my professional work as a touring artist to my work as being a teacher you know to my work being a nonprofit administrator it's kind of all under an umbrella of the sphere of work that we do so i've been lucky in that sense but um it's also about, you know, giving everything time. Um, that's one big thing I've learned over the years is giving everything its own time and, and space where you just focus on that thing for a bit, you know, and then put everything else to the side, like especially in a relationship. You know, I when I was really getting heavy into my work um, and even and the same thing with my, my wife and she's getting heavy into her work as a nurse. We, we kept bumping heads on this issue of bringing our work 
into our relationship. You know what I mean? Like we would be out to dinner and either the whole conversation would just be about every time we go out for dinner, it'd just be about her work as a nurse. And she didn't start talk about anything else but her work. Or I would be getting text messages and phone calls and messages from my directors saying, hey, we need to get this done. We need to get that done, blah, blah, blah. I need to call you right now. Something came up kind of deal. And, you know, we, we made an agreement that like when we're out and we're spending time together, we reserve that time for us. We put, you know, all the other work to the side, at least for that hour, two, three hours, however long it is, and be like, yo, come back to it later. Like if the boss calls, then you called about the boss back three hours later and be like, I was out to dinner. I was spending some time. I was watching a movie with my wife. So, you know, what, what what's up now? You know, now you just about balancing. Definitely. It's, it's all about balancing. Um, Cause it is, it's a lot of work and it's, and it's a stressful kind of work in a different way because everything falls onto your schedule, how you manage your time and what opportunities you take on. You know what I mean? Um, it's definitely sometimes, I mean, with my administrative work, it's like salary, but with the gigs, it's, it's a gig economy. It's all independent contractor. You get the gig when you get the gig and you don't have gigs when you don't have gigs. So it's all about managing and balancing all that. Um, and, it, and that comes with, you know, it definitely comes with own stress, but it's time management for sure. Like that's the biggest thing is time management. Um, and uh, yeah, that's really it. And then of course, finding time for myself too, you know, finding time for me not to do just straight work, but just doing things that I enjoy. Um, whether it's, you know, playing video games for a bit, watching a show, reading, meditating, like you got to do all that too. take care of yourself. Self-care is a big part of that too. Dude. And, and that's, I mean, that's really, even for me, bro, like that's so, it's so helpful to hear that because I feel like even, you know, as a dad and, you know, a yeah. dancer working full time, clothing brand podcast, I feel like, fuck, dude, I'd be spread like like peanut butter and jelly, bro. Yeah, no. I, mean, I could ask you this exact same question, bro, because you doing this, basically having two different businesses, plus a full-time job, plus being a father, which is his own full-time job. Like, I, I could ask you the same question, bro. Yeah, I, I feel you. Um, yeah, it's kind of about just finding the connections between everything you do. I think that's what's helped me. For yeah, sure. Dude. And it's, it's so, it's so good to hear, you know, like your perspective on it. Cause I, I respect the fuck out of you, man. And it's always like, I always feel that it's best for us to pull and gain inspiration from the people that, you know, that we value and that we respect in our lives, bro. You know what I mean? So it's, it's really dope, bro. Yeah, no, I've, I feel the same way, bro. I mean, I've always appreciated you and your work ethic and what you do and, you know, I support when I can, you know, when you drop some gear, I'd be, I'd be trying to cop whatever gear I can get here and there um so yeah no nah, for sure yeah man you were one of the first you were one of the first crump heads that i ever knew <laughs> that, that that grabbed some corpse collection man i'm gonna always remember that I'm always yeah bro I, I still wear that shit i wore that shit to i wore a fucking corpse collection shirt to my omarion audition a couple months ago <laughs> Woo! let's go omarion yeah. no, uh, saw me in that shit bro he didn't ask questions but he saw me in it all right Hey, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
but dude, I was so I want I want to give you this this chance, a good opportunity to to drop a gym. You know what I mean here for the smoking section and everybody who's going to be listening. Um, and you know, and just give them your your parting words, bro, as we wrap up this episode. Yeah, wow. pressure, pressure, Nof King. Um, so I I just think one thing I've been really thinking about um lately amongst you know when it comes to the work and it comes to you know the world that we're in right now it's a lot of questions about purpose you know what I mean um and I feel like there's a lot of times where people think they have to either take on the burdens of the entire world on their shoulders like that is their purpose in life or it's they could give two fucks about every other person around them. And it's just me, 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 you know? And I'm realizing that the balance in between um, is key to be successful. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like you need a team, you need a support system. You need people in your life to truly be successful. Um, a lot of people like to say, Oh, I'm, I'm self-made. I'm this, I'm that, you know, I did everything on my own. And in many cases, that could be true. But in most cases, there was a mom somewhere. There was a cousin. There was a friend. There was a mentor that helped, a li- even if it was the tiniest bit, like giving you a couch to sleep on, that, you know, they helped in your success. So all I could really say is really remember those moments and give gratitude, you know, gratitude and show love because we're all in this shit together um and the only way you're going to be successful is to constantly give gratitude man that's fucking heavy bro damn well dude my dude brandon streets <laughs> x slave y'all look him up versus styles bro thank you for being on we definitely got to do this again dog oh of course bro anytime thank you for having me again you know thank you for for us recouping after technical difficulties, but we, we got we got through it. Oh yeah, we gonna we gonna figure this out, baby, because you know yeah. we got time. It's coronavirus season. It we have so much time, bro. So yeah, I feel you. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, until next time, bro. I'll be hollering at you soon, and everybody else, right. stay motivated. Yep, stay motivated, stay blessed. All right, y'all. Ciao. All right, late.